Greetings and salutations, and welcome to The Good Lawyer Show. I'm your host, Matt Scrivens, and alongside me, we have Brett Colvin, CEO and co-founder of Good Lawyer. We are excited to have you aboard. Halloween is the time to be haunted by ghosts, goblins, and ghouls, but it is a well-known fact that nothing in this universe is scarier than speaking to a lawyer. And this week, in honor of Halloween, we brought on a couple of business owners to share with you their legal horror stories. First up, we have Dom Frazier, CEO of Team Fund, which is a fantastic company that makes fundraising much easier and more profitable for busy volunteers. After that, we have Stephen Wensley, CEO of AccuSpire, which uses AI to help automate the recruitment process for both job seekers and employers. Now, before we jump in, I do want to mention that this episode is in no way meant to denigrate lawyers. Both Brett and I are lawyers, and we hold those in our profession in high esteem. That said, we do know that speaking to a lawyer can, at times, elicit similar feelings to going to the dentist. So if you have ever felt this way, we just want to let you know that you are not alone. Even experienced business owners like Dom and Steven have felt the same way. And this is one of the key issues we are addressing at Good Lawyer, attempting to make the law much more approachable and certainly less terrifying than it has been for some in the past. On a final note, yes, we realize that we are a little late in releasing this show, but the truth is we didn't think this up until earlier this week. One of the many casualties of working at a startup which at times can be a touch chaotic. Alright, that's it for me, on to the legal horror stories. Brett here, and uh, I've got Dom with me today to share a little bit about her story uh, as founder of Team Fund and uh, what parts of legal scare her the most and uh, some of her experiences dealing with lawyers as a startup founder here in Calgary. So with that, Dom, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, this awesome company you're building. Hi, Brett. Well, thanks for having me today. And uh, yeah, that's right. I am the CEO and founder of Team Fund. Team Fund is an online platform and we help uh, groups raise funds with food. We've been around since 2013 and we've definitely had our ups and downs with lawyers here um, and chasing lawyers and chasing advice. So uh, it's great to be here today. Yeah, maybe before we get into the, the legal horror story for you, why don't you tell us a little bit, what, what does Team Fund do? So Team Fund helps um, essentially minor sports teams, clubs, not-for-profits and um, schools raise funds. Our platform uh, connects them with vendors that are selling typically food products. So we work with the Spalumbos of the world, Simple Simons, Juco Juice, a lot of uh, known local vendors. And we help um, those groups to raise funds by setting up an online store for them where they can invite their um, members to the platform so they can place orders. Uh, the coolest part is that their members can now shop online for food that makes sense to them and the proceeds go back to the organization. The people can also invite their own friends and family to help support the cause by purchasing food goods that are practical and useful to them. And the best part is that the club, the not-for-profit or the school doesn't have to deal with any of the money or the logistics, and they can see their uh, funds being raised in real time. So it's a really cool uh, system that allows um, lots of groups to come together and raise funds online. Well, and you know, that, I, I know all about Team Fund and, and you know, I've loved it since I met you. Uh, I grew up playing minor sports my whole life and the number of bottle drives and things that I did back in the day. Uh, an endless amount of work for pretty little gain. So it seems like this is a way more efficient way for minor sports teams, clubs, like you said, to 
get the money to go on the trips they want and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And let's just say that there's never enough money. So those bottle drives, those soccer teams and hockey teams are still doing them. And I think those are great for team building. Uh, but it comes down to you also need additional money, but you can't always do bottle drives. So we're an additional resource to uh, some of those teams and their schools. And um, yeah, we've been fitting really well in the community. We love being part of um, all of Alberta. We're working out of Edmonton, out of Calgary, and recently in, we just launched into Toronto. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's been uh, really exciting to be on sort of the sidelines of your journey and see how you've grown in the last couple of years. But now we're going to turn, we're going to switch gears here a little bit and uh, dig into sort of the meat of this podcast episode, which is your legal horror story. So uh, we talked a little bit before the podcast and uh, what's scary about legal to you? Well, I think that since we've met Brett, I think that um, when I meet any lawyer, whether it's a you know, relationship, you just meet them on the side or at a coffee shop or whatever. Um, it's always daunting. So I think that my word that I can associate with lawyers in general is that it's a very daunting experience. I mean, when you're a startup and you've got this business idea, I mean, just on the business side of things, when you're looking to set up a company and get employees or contractors or set up some contracts with some of your suppliers and whatnot, it's extremely daunting. And the fear of you know, what questions to ask, what documents you need, how to protect yourself is it's a world of the unknown. So um, you kind of know you need to seek out lawyer and legal help. You know that that's a must. Um, but when you're in your startup phase, you don't even have customers. So it's difficult to spend thousands and thousands of dollars or what seems to be like a lot of money without really knowing what you're doing. But I have to say that that fear doesn't really go away because in the growth phase of our business, we're still requiring lawyers to come work with us. And it's extremely daunting as well. So trust is a huge factor in what you're doing. And I think that, you know, you're asking me about um, what's scary and, you know, the fear and, and the mm, whole. What's goal. daunting about it? The daunting is the fear of the unknown. And, you know, you're talking with the lawyer and you're thinking, should I talk faster? Am I on the clock now? How are they billing me? And, um, and so I think that that is the little apprehensions. And oftentimes when you're just trying to get, hey, Mr. Lawyer or Mrs. Lawyer, uh, you know, here's my problem I'm trying to solve. Can you potentially help me with X, Y, Z? And they can always say, yes, of course we can help you with that. But I need to dig a little bit deeper. I want you to step into my office. So that office bit is where all the questions come on in. And, you know, and it seems like it's very difficult. The daunting part for me is that the difficultness of figuring out, okay, well, how am I going to do this? How big is this problem worth to me? Is this a $2,000 fix? What if this person charges me $10,000? Do I still go ahead with it? So it's kind of lining up. I know I need a lawyer for X, Y, Z, but is it worth whatever they're going to charge me? Um, and are they playing with me or will I, is this good for my next three moves that I'm going to do after this as well? So it's kind of like this big black tunnel. And I think at the end of the day, you have to work with people you trust. You have to um, know that, you know, their business is built on gaining trust from you. So you kind of have to just, I guess, pick a lawyer and pick a, pick a company, pick, pick people that are going to be on your team, on your side that can help you develop, you know, your vision. And I think that the daunting piece um, is always sort of somewhat going to be there, but you can mute it a little bit when when the trust factor is definitely there. Totally. You know, I think what you're getting at and, and a little plug for, for the company, but, you know, have you found a good lawyer? Have you found a lawyer that can get the job done? But like you said, typically, if you ask a lawyer, they're going to give you the answer. Absolutely. But 
is it the right fit for your business? And is the price fair? That's a really good question. So we did have a lawyer. We've had lawyers on and off for different phases of the business. And uh, the last lawyer company that we work with, um, I thought that I thought that they did a good job with us. Uh, but we sort of closed things up with them. And again, this is where I'm starting up again, thinking, okay, we need to set up shop again with either somebody else. And I guess the reason why I'm potentially not going back is because I know that they did a lot of corporate work, large companies, large businesses, lots of oil and gas. And we're just kind of like this startup. So mm. I sometimes I walk into their office and I'm not going to lie here, but when there's marble on the floor and they're giving you water from crystal glasses, I'm thinking I'm paying for that. And when they keep you waiting in their office for half an hour and you're looking around at all this beautiful stuff, you're thinking, hmm, this is being paid for off the sweat of my back. So I guess, um, was it a good lawyer? Absolutely. Um, I would hire this person probably any day, but I have to say that the overall uh, company structure of going there, all this fancy stuff, it's like somebody's paying for that. So I guess that I'm looking for, you know, probably a more economical, friendly, more on the fly. You know, we hire lots of things on the fly. That's startup world. I mean, this is the new world that we're in. We want a la carte off the shelf. And um, I think that's better fit for, for our future, for the growth of the company. On and off lawyers, someone that can, we can hire on demand. And I'm not paying for uh, marble floors. Totally. I, I just had a, had a picture in my mind of you rolling up to a, a team fun site and seeing one of the Meyer Sports teams walk up and you're just cruising in with the Rolls Royce or something. <laughs> like, it would just like, you know, speak to the... Absolutely. The opposite objective. So. Absolutely. I mean, you got to fit into your uh, your customer profile, you know, and um, I think there's lots of changes to be done out there in the legal world. And I think there's a lot of women getting into business, lots of women representing lots of cool people doing lots of great stuff. But let's be honest, the world is changing. It's changed really rapidly during COVID. And uh, we're really mindful of where we're spending. So every dollar we spend and every minute we're spending, I don't want to be driving downtown spending $20 parking for an hour and a half meeting at a lawyer with marble floors anymore. Those days are done. So, um, well, yeah. and just on that point too, um, do you think that those unknowns, that fear, do you think, you know, women that are trying to build their own businesses experience that even more so? Like you kind of mentioned it to me, uh, before the call, what, what do you say, you know, from the, from a woman's perspective, is there a sort of other factors that, that you've experienced that you'd like to share? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hesitate sometimes bringing this up, but it is daunting as a female, oftentimes uh, working in a, a, a man's world. There's lots of women out there, do not get me wrong, but um, it is fairly male-dominated, especially the legal industry. So it is sort of daunting to go in there because you're seeking guidance in a, in a, in a, in a market, in a place that you know nothing about. And, um, you know, I think that the connection with the person, with the the, the the service provider that you're looking to hire, uh, there's a bit of a disconnect there. So, um, so yeah, it is daunting on the female perspective often because you're seeking help from in a place that you know nothing about and, and lacking a connection piece with the person who's often giving. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, I, I've always viewed a lawyer, um, a good lawyer as like a trusted advisor, yeah. you know, someone that you really want to lean on in, in exciting, but also difficult times. And, you know, when you're dealing with, you know, for strangers, a new service provider, um, I can see what you mean. There's not, you know, necessarily a lot of those service providers that look like you and that, you know, a person that, you know, you feel like understands your stresses, which can extend far beyond just the business, right? Like life stresses, everything else. So, um, yeah, I think that's a really interesting point. And I know the legal profession is 
growing pretty fast in the term in terms of the number of women, but they're still very outnumbered by men at the higher ranks of law firms. And, you know, the rainmakers per se are still largely men. And I think we're seeing a slow transition, but I definitely take your point. Um, so for any of those female lawyers out there that uh, are looking to help uh, a thriving entrepreneur, uh, reach out to a good lawyer and we'll connect you with Dawn. Well, I think that's uh, a wrap for today. So thank you so much for coming on one of our spooky legal stories and uh, can't wait for you to hear the episode. Awesome. Thanks, Brad. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's Brett here again with uh, Stephen Wensley, the CEO of AccuSpire, uh, here to tell us just a little bit about his company and one of his legal horror stories along his startup journey. So with that, Stephen, tell us a little bit about AccuSpire. Thanks so much for the intro, Brett. Uh, so yeah, essentially uh, our company's vision is a future without job search. Well, what does that mean? It means in the future, you're not going to be searching for 16 weeks for a new job, which is the uh, average experience for most Canadians. Now, essentially, we want to get you to your dream job uh, as soon as you're on the market, you know, provided you want to work. Um, now, what our system does is using artificial intelligence, we essentially uh, match job seekers and employers that need those uh, qualified job seekers for their open roles. Just on just on that note, though, Stephen, um, let's just flesh it out a little bit more because I know when I first met you, I had this picture in my mind of kind of a fancy Indeed. You know, I think a lot of people have heard of Indeed for job search, but you've kind of explained to me how AccuSpire exceeds that experience in a lot of ways. Yeah, so essentially with Indeed, uh, you're in the situation of if you had to rate your experience, uh, your customer service experience on a scale of one to 10, uh, after a few weeks of mass applying to jobs, you'd probably give it maybe a one out of 10 or a two, at, two out of 10 because you're feeling a little demoralized. You're uh, not getting much response. Uh, you you ha actually have to really go through um, a lengthy, lengthy amount of searching and applying to jobs to get any sort of uh, shot at an interview. And uh, essentially what we're trying to do is bring a higher level of success where if you are a highly skilled individual, uh, there's demand in the market for your skills. Uh, it becomes more like Uber, where you literally just press a button, you can see the driver coming to you. In our case, the job is coming to you and uh, you get it as a text alert or an email alert on your phone. Amazing, and, I, and I've seen the software in action and it is pretty remarkable. Um, and for any of you good lawyer pros out there, You'll uh, be happy to hear that AccuSpire is going to be living in our partner perks and uh, check them out for yourself. It is totally a new way to get hired and for employers out there to hire your next great employee. So with that, we're going to just spend a couple minutes here and dive into, you know, along this startup journey, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of paperwork, bringing on investors, bringing on employees. So, you know, what has been has legal been easy peasy for you or has there been some hiccups along the way? Uh, absolutely not, I would say, because, you know, startups are always on a shoestring budget. Uh, we had uh, some budget in the first year to get all the really important stuff off the ground. So, you know, of course, at Incorporation, you have to have your uh, financing agreements, uh, your shareholders agreements, 
all that sort of stuff really nailed down tight and we did all of that great. Uh, where things, things get tough is like the day to day uh, when you're like one to two years in and, you know, costs are really racking up, you know, revenue is not really quite, you know, taking off like a rocket yet. Um, so you really are forced in the, into the situation of uh, uh, just shoestringing things along as best you can on a budget. And uh, in my case, uh, part of that was like trying to find legal contracts from other founders. So going on Slack groups, uh, calling people, <laughs> really scrounging and bootstrapping uh, every way possible to keep the, the cost low. Um, in some cases, I, I just called up a law firm. Uh, in one case, uh, uh, th this law firm actually sent me a surprise bill of you know over $1,000. Another situation, I had a surprise bill actually just a few weeks ago uh, where, you know, I talked to someone for about, you know, 20 minutes uh, on the phone, got a bill for 250 bucks. And I was like, wow, where did this come from? No kidding. You, you thought it was a little freebie and then you got dinged with a $250 invoice. Yeah. You know, so my expectation of working with a law firm, I thought would be, uh, you know, let's get in the system. Uh, you help me for, you know, a quick little consultation and then we'll give you a lot of business long term. Uh, that's that's how I generally work with people. But um, I was sort of surprised about the way of doing business uh, in this industry, being that you get a lot of surprise billing. I, I you know, came to that realization fairly quickly after a few of these. Totally. And, you know, I just I remember from my days working as a lawyer and just the incentives for the associate that's probably work on your file or even the partner. You know, we have targets to hit, which sort of feel separate from the bill that's ultimately going out to the client. And, you know, for a lot of the junior lawyers within a law firm that would be working on a lot of these startup files because they're just smaller in dollar value than some of the bigger clients at the firm, you know, you don't even see the bill. The bill goes out from the assistant and the partner signs off. And, you know, there's a, just a total disconnect between me, the lawyer, trying to hit my target, and you, the client, paying those hourly rates and getting those surprise, surprise bills. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. Uh, and, and I had that perception firsthand with many law firms I connected with where I, I felt like the person that was going to be doing the work uh, was just so far connect, uh, disconnected from the billing side of things. And, and the billing department just didn't really care too much about me as a customer and <laughs> they're all different people. So uh, at the end of the day, it's a subpar experience uh, and is not very startup friendly. Uh, it's really built for big corporations that are used to doing business this way and spending, you know, mega amounts of money to really just get the job done properly. But, you know, unfortunately we're coming into this uh, from a different angle and we need, need a different type of service. Totally. And, uh, you know, it's been really, uh, inspiring to watch your journey and see uh, how you've risen, you know, from some darker days to really excelling now. And uh, I've got nothing but high hopes for uh, AccuSpire's future. Um, for everybody listening, you'll be happy to know as well that we're going to get Steven on for another episode to really give you the full AccuSpire story because it, as I said, is an inspirational one. And uh, with that, thanks, Stephen, for being on today. Oh, thank you so and much for the kind words. i uh, really uh, glad I could participate and uh, looking forward to being on again. Spooky legal stories. Thank you, everybody. Thanks again to Dom and Steven for being on the show. 
Make sure you check out Team Fund and AccuSpire. Links are, of course, included in the show notes. Until next time, we hope you have a great week.